Hello, hello. Good evening, good evening, Roller Agenda listeners. This is Keith Thunder coming to you guys with another episode. Today I'm going to talk about something a little different. I'm going to talk about my adversities in, in a hobby. Um, when I started building my family and started competing. When I got out to birds, I was very young, 10 years old. But that wasn't adversity, getting into the pigeons. The adversity was back in, in the 70s. Um, some adversities I faced back then were cage hitters. As a preteen, I was subjected to teenagers and older men that wanted to steal a kid's pigeons. And I thought about that for a while recently. And, and when I was building my family, I would never be one of them kind of people. So that was my first adversities. Growing up, still have good pigeons and people want to come take them when you have them. In fact, you didn't even have to have good pigeons. You just have to have pigeons that people would come to steal them. So later on, when I got back into birds later on after going to school and playing sports, I got pigeons again. And what my adversities were a little different then. It was life. Balancing uh, life. Paying bills. Having a family. Education. And stuff like that. But my desire and love for the Birmingham Roller never left. It was always there. It never left. I would find myself sometimes when I didn't have pigeons. Just look up and spot a stray driving down the street and see a kid flying well back then I didn't see them as kids I saw them as flocks see a flock flying Um, like I said the adversity back then when like I faced later on it was mostly time just life life in general and then you go on you get back at the birds and you change occupations as I say yeah, more free time, more money to, to spend, so you get the rollers again. And then you meet certain people, and they introduce you to another side of the hobby, which is the sporting side. And then that's when the real adversities kicked in. They started. First was the the people who knew you had money and want to charge you money for birds that weren't any good, that they knew weren't any good. That again was nothing I said I wouldn't do. I will never sell people birds that I knew weren't any good. Now, if somebody bought a bird for me and it turned out not to be good, it's different because I didn't know it wouldn't be good. But these people would tr- purposely sell you birds that they know weren't good for a price, for a full, or for a large sum. And I said I wouldn't be that way. So we, I get past that part and I start getting good birds here and there after I met the Ravon and some others around Hall. And then I started watching. They said these birds were the best. This one was the best. And the adversities I faced then were even though these dudes had good birds, some dudes held their birds in too high esteem. So I would go watch their birds and as they brag about where they come from and pencil this and 
Okay, I was that car probably showed me pedigrees. I can look at the pedigrees. And people would say, you say, tell you this was better for this, this was the best. And what I did was I learned to read through all the lines. Not the lines on the pedigree, not the lines people say, like what they say they were the best, blah, 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 pensiveness, not that. I learned to, to how to really read a pedigree. Um, people think numbers are, are the most important thing, just having numbers. But I've learned to identify birds that came from certain families, the important birds, and why certain birds were important. So. I learned to get past that reading through all the pedigrees. I learned how to really read a pedigree other than just knowing that numbers and colors. I learned to find what made certain birds better than others. And we all see it. As, we all see it, but they don't pay attention. Well, why, why are these birds so good? They make these birds better than these birds. I mean, they're related. You start seeing markers, certain birds, certain matings. It's like seeing, I'm put it this way. I've learned, I learned to say you have a, a bird that was really real good. Everybody wanted. Say the bird was number one. And number one was off two and three. Then you have another bird which was number five. And number five was off three. And six. So the key bird would be three. And you gotta f- figure out which, why he was so important in this mating and why it's least effective in this mating. And you gotta go back to their their ancestors and see which birds were, were there in the pedigree. Then you start figuring out two and two together and see which birds were important. I've learned to spot the birds that made certain birds important. Sometimes it's one bird. Sometimes it's just a specific mating that made a specific bird that changed everything. I've, I learned that. I learned to spot why was twelve twenty so what made twelve. I was trying to figure why twelve twenty was so great. Or why was he so famous? I mean, he had nine ninety full brother. Looked totally different, but they were across, which explains it. So I learned how to see birds what they were worth. When dudes pedal, start peddling birds on me, my next, my next um, adversity was to peddle birds because of pedigree. And I've learned by flying, breeding, and flying hard that. Some birds can give you might they might give you a nine at, at, on a scale of one point ten one one excuse a scale from one to ten they might give you a nine or a ten but unless you fly the birds hard and breed several you won't notice that you won't see the fact that yeah they might give you a nine or ten but they're gonna give you nine babies it's gonna be two birds. One bird at nine or ten, one bird at a seven, and everything else is below three. That's why I learned that part too, the percentage thing. 
I didn't know why I didn't know why that happened because I've never seen the ancestors from birds. I couldn't tell you what was going on with the maidens. But I just know that's not what I wanted. So what I, had to, what I had to figure out is what can I how can I take those birds, the better ones, and up the percentages. So when I met Rayvon, his percentages were high as far as birds rolling coming through Rome. Unfortunately, we have a few hit a few that would roll down. I can tell you why that was. I didn't know the background where he came from. But I won't buy from where he started from. Where me and him talked, and we should look at pedigrees over and over. I used to go to Rayvon House sometimes and watch birds fly and look it up in his book. Even though he wouldn't let me get and look in his book and look at the pedigrees who, who how them how certain birds were made. Now I start putting two together, start realizing, okay, for the hand, I think the hand was four ninety, one was four ninety six, and one was number fifty. They were half sisters. They produced similar. Made to this one main cock two thirty four. So I, I acquired them birds. They were a little hot, but let me tell you this: had I had them birds right now, I would know exactly what to do with them. That time I was green. I didn't. I understood. I was learning. I was learning. So I ended up moving away from those birds. But right now, if I had those birds today, I would know exactly what to do with them. Anyway, I started recognizing this and this and that. And I said, "Well, why are these birds so deep?" Then I, I spoke to Sam Gutierrez. The hen, the cock was bred by Sam Gutierrez. Both hens were bred by Eddie Scott. Yeah, that's the same Eddie Scott on 92nd and home. Same Eddie Scott, everybody know. Then I start trying to figure out what can I do to make them last. That's when I acquired a bird from Arnold Jackson. BCRC 88 number 7 Red check self Really good That worked It took away all the heat But the birds didn't roll as much They rolled better, tighter They kept the, mm, the Frequency was there But it wasn't exactly what I wanted But I could have went there and made a family But anyway Also had at that time had 2391, which is smoke smother, and also had 747, which was smoke. And I had chili. Those are the three smoke birds. I had chili and smoke's half brother. I had those three birds. Three birds. And I had several 1220 Lee Meyer redheaded hen. And the problem with them birds was at the end of the year, toward the, toward the end of the year, you know, flying the birds, I had more smoke birds made to smoke. I mean, more smoke birds than any other birds left in the kit. All the time. According to the next breeding season, also, I had a kit flying. It was mostly smoke birds. Very few lemur birds. So I started fading away from them. I tried to smoke, not, not tried to smoke, and the lemur birds together. Disastrous. The frequency. Of the smoke birds and the depth of the lemur bird, depth, no good. I was, I was facing too many birds bumping and rolling down everywhere. 
you do my that was one, another adversity. So what do I do? I have to, I had to make a decision. I kept the number seven birds with the lemur stuff. And I had the smoke birds, and I needed something to go with them. Okay, I had some smoke birds that were deep because of lemur birds, but they weren't they was deep, but they weren't fast. They were just rollers. But they were very they was often. They would roll a lot. So I wanted to keep that, but tighten them up. And, I've, and the problem there was size, I think. I think it was size. One birds, them birds were a little bigger, thicker. So when I tried, we went, to Arnold, we went to Arnold Jackson House one day. He flew. That's when he lived in. Off the five somewhere. I can't remember what city that was. When we flew, he flew his birds. Flew two or three kits. And each kit had about three to five birds that could spin really well. And what I've noticed that most of them were related. All of them were related. And some of them were, were brothers and sisters, but they're different kids. And they all spun well. So he had these red checks. It was nine, ten, nine. What was the other one? Nine fifty, nine and nine, something, whatever it was. Nine fifty-two, whatever it was. I ended up getting one and Ray Vaughn and the big one and Bruce we, well we got them and I crossed them to the smoke birds and that was it that was my first one of my first made and said oh yeah this is where I'm going so and my my adversities were birds too hot birds not rolling with the speed I wanted to roll um, type was off and then I found that the wine had a few of the same birds let me tell you one time, one time I went to Ray Vine House and he was flying his kit and Juan had birds over there flying in the kit so we watching the birds watching the birds so I'm watching these birds fly and these, it's these checkers in the kit one was about 20 feet maybe 30 one was about 8 to 10 8 to 10 feet and a few of them red checkers so they're going crazy over these two birds so I said Juan that's the bird you're going to need to stock right there I said, Juan, that's the bird you're going to stop. He said, no, I don't like this bird because she's a little wider in the chest. She's more of a bird that you would use because you like the wider birds like that. I said, Juan, you're not going to let me get that bird. When it's finished coming in, you're not going to let me get it. At that time, I learned to spot birds in the air that I knew would be great later on. Just by watching, it just hit me. I didn't there wasn't no specific. I just seen this. Uh, you gonna keep that bird? You're not gonna let me get that bird. And it was only like eight to ten feet. Why? Well, nah, nah. I won't keep it. So then, later on down the line, the bird got to twenty five feet. And when um, Juan got the house, he was got the house and he could move, move the birds. And Juan said, "I'm gonna go." I, I tried to get the. I went over to get the hen. It was all over there. He said, "No, I'm gonna keep this one." I said, "I told you, he was gonna keep it." Yeah, I'm just keep it for a little while because I like the way it's being. Okay. Long story short, that bird ended up being one of the that bird being right off the cock, that 827 bird that Arnold Jackson talked about. The bird being it ended up being a daughter of that cock bird, but she wasn't one of the typer ones. She had nice body structure, but she was a little bigger than the other hens than what they were doing. So. Juan kept it for performance, and that's what made a lot of his birds. So a lot of his birds went back to that one bird. 
And then I, I kind of knew I learned something then. So, when I brought the bird, no, when I got birds down off the bird, they released that bird. They all went back to that 827 bird or some other bird, a hen. Anyway, so I got the 952 or whatever. I can't remember abandoned bird. I can look it up and find it. But anyway, that worked real well. Then I'm getting one more cock from Juan the World that he was finished with. It's close to the same stuff, number 81. Nine, I think something 89, 83. Anyway, it's my I made him straight to smoke some other and made 77. So and I was crossing the birds. There were several fasters. Uh some of the guys that had uh, the Norwood pigeons would tell me I can't keep crossing these birds. You can't do this. You, there's no way. You can't build a family by doing that. I said, why not? Oh, cause that's that's crossing when you make crosses and then you come out good they don't breed true and all this kind of stuff I said but you guys have pedigree birds that's jammed up that don't breed true and it's all oh, you just talking you know, you know what you're talking about you just new with this I said if I'm new with this and I, and I think where I think then you guys not I do not want to go the way you guys going so that's one thing I didn't want to go the way everybody else was going because that wasn't it. What they were doing wasn't it. And I, you know, I hear them say, oh, we, you know, the competition, they, I was watching competition, guys. I was really intrigued with competition, kick competition, but they didn't fly kick. Kick competition is all oh, this, all about the individual birds breed that one spinner. So in the back of my head, I'm always saying to myself, if you can breed one, you can breed two. And if you can breed two, you can breed four. So I can always thought that way. And if you can breathe four, you can breathe eight, and you can breathe eight, and you can be sixteen. That's how I always thought to get better. That's why I try to tell myself, what is it that these guys' birds missing? At this time, Jerry Higgins had his old family birds. I had a cock that came from him that was a red bar. Went back to 90, 96, 48 blood. I love that stuff. I, I, lived, I spent a lot when I let Kevin Adams and Inglewood use that bird when that bird got stolen kind of messed me up like, I mean I, could, I didn't have I couldn't do what I wanted to do we, we were making a mate with one of his 9648 hens that he got from Charlie Saldana so when that bird got stolen then him and then Thurman and Kevin took me to Charlie's house and I acquired a hen but because of my extracurricular activities I lost a hen you know I was on the on the criminal side so when the police came did their little searches they tore up in the cage I lost that bird anyway but 96 for your stuff so I wanted that stuff I, to this day if I knew somebody that had it and it was really that I, w- I would get a hen from that family to this day it was a pencil based bird so there are some pencil birds that are really good that heart that the adversities I faced with was finding people that was true that would tell the truth about what the birds were and not just writing pedigrees but I never thought the way everybody else thought I looked at things way different everybody seemed to be everybody seemed to be going to be a follower they wanted to follow what everybody else was doing I didn't, I didn't want to follow what everybody else was doing I had my own I had my own views 
in my own imagination what I want to see. And I, I, I imprint that imagination in my head, that, vi- that view, that vision in my head of what I want to see. Then once I saw Norm Reed Kit in 91, it would help, help solidify my, my view. That's what I want to see. That's what I wanted. Not a fair way to get there because I, accept, I accepted the fact that nobody was going to let me get the exact birds I wanted. And the better I got, the harder it was to get the birds I wanted. I mean, there's families I would have used, but I didn't use those families because I, I, was, I wasn't able to get the birds I wanted. That's why I didn't follow the Norwood birds too much because I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to get the birds that I really wanted. Some, some of my adversities, I was becoming a threat, I guess. But this was in my early, early part of my flying career. They would not let me get the birds I wanted. They, I go over their house, they have birds for sale. And when I try to bomb, they change their mind. Or they, or another person in the club or group will, will get the bird. But that didn't stop me. That was just more of my adversity. All this stuff made me stronger. And I said, but Birmingham Rose are all over the place. I don't need those. So I said, there were traits that them birds had that I really, really wanted. Some of them had a, had a stability trait. They spun well. But those birds I couldn't get. So I had to get, I had to figure out birds that had the same traits. So what I did was, I was with one of my other friends and I went to this guy house in Paris. He had Houghton birds. It was him and his wife that had birth, Linda and somebody, somebody and Linda, whatever they, it was Houghton birds. Anyway, I got those. I got a couple of those. I tried them. They worked good, but the birds took too long to come in. Not, not what I really wanted. So I just kept thinking what I want, what I need. So I had to access my separate situation again, okay? I had the smoke birds crossed with the Noah birds by way of Arnold Jackson and Juan Navarro. Those were the better ones. But I had got one from Speedy that, that Donnie had that came from, I think it was Rick Finley. I want to say it's Rick Finley, but if I, if I had that bird right now, I can make her work. But I don't, so we're not worried about that. I keep moving forward. But anyway, so if you go back to my birds, you're going to see the Juan Navarro and Arnold Jackson back there. The old, the old pencil birds, by way of Norbert Strain, they back there. And their job was to tighten the birds up as far as spin, tighten the birds up as far as tight. And Make them, not make them so frequent when they do we just up and down up and down just, just take away that just a little bit next adversity was I had to find the birds that can have them roll start rolling frequency again but together I need them roll together more so um, I was introduced to a guy named Hank they called Hank his name was Henry Lumpkins he lived in Palmdale block two from Willie Wright and I went to see his birds fly they had the work rate I wanted, but they didn't have the style that I wanted, so I couldn't get the birds that I really wanted. They wouldn't let me get them. Wouldn't let me get it. Wouldn't let me get it. But I met it. Well, the guy who I got smoke from, Sanford Johnson, had some birds from him. He gave them. He gave them. I don't know. He gave them. He sold them. Whatever it was. He had this one bird, a black model bird with a red patch on his head. 
like a, like a red. The whole top of his head was red. So I said, let me get that bird. It was never sold to me. And one day, I guess I need some money. So I bought it. And that was Domino. That was the first jackanette bird I had. And then I bought the hen. These two birds are straight from jackanette from Hank. So I said, okay, I'm going to try these. But that's it. Those birds, them two birds have birds in my family right now. I crossed those to the, to the smoke. Um, Jackson Navarro crosses. That was the first time I added them birds. First time I added some birds like that. I played with them birds for several years. It's, it's, it's in my bloodline right now. It's in, it's in a few birds. Right, my main hen got that in her. The white heat birds got got it on part. It's in them. My white heat birds have it in them. But the problems I had was getting the, the, the tools I needed to build what I wanted to build, to build the birds how I wanted to build them. But I never stopped. I kept moving forward. Um, there are other birds I've gotten along the way that could have been just as you know good as the other ones detrimental to what I was doing could, could have made it worse or better but I got rid of them birds. I let people get them birds back for various reasons if, you have, if I have a bird from you if I'm not using it you can get it back if it's a man bro I'm going to use this let me do what I got to do with it first I mean if I get it from you you don't let me do what I got to do it's a waste of my time so all I really did was loan you money and your bird was collateral that's how I looked at it. So if I'm gonna give some money for a bird, let me implement it into my plan so I can so, so I can be um, so I can move forward with my family. And that's how I did. You can get it back. I'm, I'm not gonna lock up on it. You can get it back. Just let me do what I need to do with it. So I get some idea other than just holding the bird of yours while you have the money and then let you get it back. You gonna have, you have to give my money back for sure. But those some adversities, more the adversity I have to go through. Now to keep bringing in birds here and there to try to do what I want and I brought in several pigeons people think I just brought in these few I brought in several several birds that didn't work out it ain't that they, they weren't good it's just they didn't give me what I brought them in for specifically when I bring a bird in I'm bringing it in for a reason and I need that bird to supply that reason to what I'm doing if it can't do that I get rid of it no matter what it can do what else it can do but that's not why I'm bringing it in. I'm bringing it to do this specific thing. If it can't do that, I can't move forward. You understand? You guys get them, get where I'm going. And you guys got to think like that too. If it if it can't give you what you think you want or need, you don't maybe you shouldn't use it. it Might give you something else in the abundance that you don't really need. Give you more of what you got. That's what I'm, that's what a lot of guys do. They breed roll on top of roll on top of roll on top of roll and don't think about nothing else but birds rolling. So, with that being said, come in, you got a job. You have a specific job. If you can't do that job, I'm going to keep you so. And then what happened? And then as I got better, I started scoring little points. I started being known a little bit. So now, it's really hard to let me get a bird. They won't let, they wouldn't let me get them. My biggest problem with dudes will not let me get birds. You know why I'm able to keep birds going right now? Because this. I have people that I specifically put birds at their house to breed. I don't ask for that many birds. I ask for a bird here. And these people might have several pair, anywhere from five to ten pair of my pigeons. But ask them how many birds will I ask for out of them using my birds. Hardly ever ask for any birds. 
Anthony Farmer been having my birds for years. I think I got three birds from him total. One bird I'll try to let somebody use because I get paid a hand for me. He said, so I'll use this hand, put this hand on that cock. I'll never see my hand again. One bird I gave back to him because I wasn't, because I was, you know, leaving for a minute. Another bird I still have. So three in what? 14 years. Uh, my other friend, um, Pancho, have my birds. I backed him for one bird. He had my bird for two years since 2018. So he had my 18. He bred him in 19 and 20. I asked him for one pigeon. That's it. He bred. Just one. Off a mate. And my friend Elliot, he has my birds too. I've, I've gotten already from him just recently, within the last six months, four pigeons, four hens from him. Three hens I got at once, only because they were late hatches and he had never flown them. And it was like they had been locked up for like six months. And I went over there and checked them out, and they were just out of some pairs he got from me. And I checked them, I saw, I like these. I'm a fly my sister. I said, let me let me just take these because you might you might lose them. So I'm gonna replace them. I'm gonna give him birds to fly in this kit. I'm gonna give him some proven stuff, stuff that's proven though. I'm giving him some really good ones. So it'll be up to him if he wanna fly. But anyway, and I just got one from him today. Well yeah, yeah, today. Which is May 31st, 2000, May 31st, 2020. He gave me another one. This is off an old smoke cock that was like four, 12, 14 years old. No, he was 2004. So he was 16 years old, but he was but he was 14 years old when he made these babies. So he took a baby off that and run it back to some of my other stuff. And then I got a baby off that baby. Some stuff that I can never get. Some old smoke stuff. So anyway, I got that one. So, and then you go to that's it. That's all I have. How many people got birth from the stock in my stock loft? Number three guys. Oh, and my friend Myron. I sp- here I put birds in this house. I specifically told him to put a pair of birds together to make for me. And he made them and he gave me the baby, gave me a hand in the cot. He still got the birds in this house. So you would just keep going and doing what you want to do. But that's just to say, that's how I get the birds I want now. Because right now, if I went to my house, I needed a, a good bird. They didn't win one of my London Knights, as we call them, London Knights. They would either tell me no, it ain't for sale, or let me see. They would tell me no, it ain't for sale, or try to sell me something else that I don't want. It wouldn't, it, or, 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 or take that back, or it would cost a lot of money. I'm not willing to spend a lot of money for pictures anymore. I, it's not that I need them just I want them to try certain things but my friend High Def let me use the hands give me, give me a hand though but I say let me use it because when I'm finished with it I'm giving it back to him so she's there it might take me two years it might take me four years but, but when I'm finished with it it'll go back to him he can decide what he want to do with it from there so <clears throat> so my adversity was that's my people keep birds from me I didn't have people have birds of mine, not even use them, but won't let me get them back. Not even use them. 
it's all to slow me down. That's my adversity right now. But nothing's going to slow me down because I'm always breeding flying pigeons. By the time these, these dudes get off they, their little high ass, their high horse or whatever they ass, they ass be tripping off of, I don't already bred past the pigeon now. So all the birds, somebody, this one specific dude kept from me, I done bred past all the birds right now. And guess what? Them, them, the certain people, there are people out there right now that can never get a pigeon from me. Period. I don't care what. If they're going to get a pigeon from me, they're going to pay my rent for a month. That's how much they want to pay me. They can't pay, they can't pay my car note. They want to pay my rent for a month. So only way they're going to get a bird from me. So if they ain't give me $1,500, $1,600 for a pigeon, they won't get one from me. Certain people will not get it from me. That's what I need for that. They're going to get it from somebody else straight in right now. And there are people right now that are my birds right now. Another part of my adversity. Another one of my adversity is to straining my birds. I cannot get them back. I know because all the birds I lost were KL bands on this year. Last year and this year. Well, this year not means last year. But I know these dudes getting them. And they know who birds they are. That's why I don't get them back. And they, and they so dumb, they were to try to hold on to one pit pigeon and say, Keith, I got one of your pigeons. What is it? Blah, 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 blah. It's been this. Okay, let me see. No, I don't need that, but thanks a lot. Who is this? They tell me. All right, I got you. That person got respect for me. So when that person needs a bird, and if I have something to fit them, I got a bird for you. Come check, come get it. That's how I am. That's what I do. If you, if you guys I think be keeping my birds if I even, even somebody told me you had one he didn't call me and try to get it back to me and you ask me for a bird you won't get it just keep that one you good go and keep that one because it's not going to hurt me that long it might slow it might impede my progress but it don't stop nothing so I'm just letting you guys know so you guys can hear this it's best to give offer a bird back to me and if I don't want it back, offer it back. Call me, Keith. I got a bird of yours. The band was such and such. I'm gonna go look it up and say, you know what? I don't need them. I got several of those. But thanks a lot. And I know who your name is. Now I won't forget you. Like, okay. Like I got a guy right now. We call Mario Termite. Living in Vegas now. He don't even know it yet. But he got he he, he gonna get hooked up. I'm gonna hook him up. I wanted one pigeon back one time I lost. And he gave it to me. I was talking about at that time I had a, I had 60 something pair. I was gonna give him a whole kit just for being nice. I don't have that many pair right now. I'm not I don't have the luxury of giving nobody a whole kit right now. But I'm gonna give him some pieces that's gonna be key pieces. That's gonna change a lot of shit that's lost. And I'm gonna keep giving them to him as long as I have them. He would never have to buy a bird for me unless it's a bird I pay for. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get rid of it. But he, he would, right now, he would never have to buy a bird for me. If he needed a hand, I said, hold on, give me, give me a minute. I'll get one for, I'll have one for you. I'll get one and not the law for a kid box for you. Just got to give me a minute. I'll give him a good one. So, so you got to see my adversities. And some other adversities I had where you know the federal government with the hawk stuff but we're not going to talk about that because that's nothing we passed that right now I'm having a problem with the hawks but I still manage to try to put up decent kits only because I I, mean, I put my percentages way up a lot of guys out there are stuck I don't want to be stuck I'm not going to be stuck 
I think I got the best verse. I'm not going to always, I'm, not gonna, I'm always trying to improve. Always. See, the problem, the problem with everybody else out there, everybody holds their burden too high of esteem. Like, like they got the stuff that's going to win something. Some of you dudes will only win something if everybody else do bad. And some of you dudes got some birds that can be competitive, but they lack what it takes to go to another level. And sometimes, I don't care what you guys say. You guys can say what you want to say, but water... Mixed with sugar is still sugar water. No matter how much sugar you put in it or less sugar you put in it. Cold, hot, no matter. It's still sugar water. Period. And you got to learn that. Sometimes you got to add a little squeeze lemon in there. Oh, we got lemonade now. Add a little sugar. Oh, we got strawberry flavored water now. It's just as good. Oh, we got grape and lemonade together. Oh, shoot. And these dudes don't think like that. I got my family birds. I got my family birds, but Sometimes, a lot of these dudes' birds, I'm going to be real with you, they ain't shit. Excuse me, but some of these dudes' birds ain't shit. And they talk like they are, but they've never won anything. They've never placed anything unless everybody was not flying. They've never done nothing. They can't put up a kid year after year, but they breed birds year after year. They fly birds year after year. I just, I just got to be blunt about that because I'm... I'm and some of these dudes don't know shit. They think they know, but they don't. They don't know shit. I'm sorry, people. I didn't mean to talk like this, but some of these dudes don't know shit. They know all this shit, but they can't flip a good kid. Oh, such as had a good kid. Okay. The little kid down the street, too. They, they get us all his birds from the pet shop. Got a good kid, too. I'm just saying. But these dudes talk like this. I got these pure families and... These num- no, a lot of these dudes know numbers. I don't go back to Pensum, go back to Jerry, go back to Norm, go back to English, all these numbers. And still, neighbors are still based on somebody else's achievements. They're replicating somebody, they're trying to replicate somebody else instead of going to be their own person and do their own thing with their birds. They lived on somebody else's name. Well, I got the, we got this family. Well, who family is it? Is it yours? If you don't do shit different, if you get all your birds from one person, I don't care how you made them, they steal that person's blood. Period. Now, they they your birds, but it's that person's blood. Period. It's not your blood. Because it's my blood. No, no. It's still that person's blood. I'm sorry. Like you sing a song and you don't change up the arrangement and nothing like that. It's still that person's song. Sorry. So, and that can be a problem too because people won't let you get and, and that's, that's not one of adversities it's how everybody else think everybody's follow they follow stop following everybody man you got all the tools to make some good ass Birmingham Rose these are Birmingham Rose it's a breed and it's the traits that make the breed it's the traits that make the breed what it is spinning back when they can see with speed like a spinning ball it should do it with regularity and safety. Those are two words people think about. Regularity and safety. Those are two key words in doing this. Regularity and safety. And dudes don't think about that. They should. Start following birds. Because they come from this person. Because they come from this person. Now, 
you can get a bird of conference by you, you know, know what that bird brings to the table. Now use what use what that bird has and put it with what you have and make you something new. Make your own. So I've been talking long enough, so with that being said, I'm gonna call it quits on this one. And you know what to do. Hit me up if you wanna learn about a topic and I'll do it the best I can. Keith Nunderella Jenna, I'm signing out. Peace.